Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Probably True, a multi-award-winning podcast containing strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I had a little holiday recently, which is why you've not heard much from me for a while. That, and there's only so much mediocre sex I can have in any amount of time. Anyway, I had a little holiday. And it reminded me how much I love travelling. Well, it reminded me how much I think I love travelling. It's never as glamorous as you think it's going to be. I always find myself planning my day between phone recharges. Even if I don't use it much, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, it'll still be almost dead by tea time. Which is a bit of a pain in the arse, because any city where I don't know my way around, or maybe even I don't even speak the language, not having maps or Google Translate handy is fucking terrifying. I mean, I like to do my best to manage without having to check them every five minutes and, you know, take in the actual city I'm in rather than just staring at my phone the whole time. But however great I was at GCSE French 20 Jesus 20 years ago, I wasn't exactly fluent, and I'm much worse now because all that gin and trying poppers that one time in 2009 has pushed all of the French words right out of my croissant. So before I went on holiday, I was imagining I'd pick it all up dead quick and I'd be jabbering on like a native in no time. Sadly, this wasn't quite the case, because it's easy to be clever in French in your head, or when it's written down like in a grinder message, say, because I had time to look at the words, work out the gist of the question, and find a way to answer it that mostly involved we, oui, or no, or here is a picture of me. But it's different when they're standing there looking at you, immediately after saying something in a bored and much less patient tone than Madame Ward used to back in 1999. So, because this kept happening quite a lot, I memorised a phrase in French that I thought might help. I learnt to say, I'm sorry, I'm very stupid in French. In French. I even added, in fact, I'm not particularly clever in English either in the hope that it would, you know, break the ice, get me a laugh, and then they're on my side while I stutter through ordering more gin. But no. Mostly what it got me was, Yes, monsieur, I can see that. What is it you want? Although I did spend a happy couple of hours chatting to a boy who only spoke French. It was a little bit awkward, as once, you know, I'd asked him where the beach was and he'd told me there was no beach in Paris, and I made up some facts about my dog for a couple of minutes. We had to keep typing things into Google Translate and then pressing the button so the nice robot lady would say it in the right language. It got kind of weird when we were getting flirty. You do not sweat a lot for a fat boy. It loses something in the translation. Take off your clothes and dance a little. Besides, you can't use her for sexy talk. Yes, dirty bitch. Uh, yes, take it. Uh, you love it. Oh yeah, it feels so good, baby. Do not stop. And having grinder on holiday is not a good thing. I like to think, when I travel, it's going to be all broadening my horizons and classy looking at statues and going to museums and all that shit. But it usually turns into a gin fueled episode of Shag Anything, you're on holiday, it doesn't matter. 
Although, actually, I tend to do better abroad than I do in London. For some reason, there are much hotter boys sending me unsolicited dick pics in foreign cities. Here at home, it's just manky old men. It's disgusting either way, but at least if the guy's hot, I'll save the photo to my phone before I call him a wanker and block him. You know, for later. I'm not sure why incredibly sexy people in other cities are attracted to me. Maybe to them, I'm exotic. So, you know, where I find dark, muscular men with grey accents, pants wettingly, got a boner just ordering a coffee lead, horny, they, being from places where that kind of guy is ten a penny, might look at a blobby, awkward English boy with skin so pale it's difficult to look at me in direct sunlight because it just reflects straight back off me again, and think, Four, donnez-moi some of that! The important thing, I've found, is never to contradict them. If they say that they think you're incredibly sexy, you shut the fuck up and you take the compliment. When you go, oh no I'm not, I'm hideous, or anything along those lines, the only thing that could come out of that is that you might convince him that you're less attractive than he thinks you are. All you have to do is smile, say thanks, and then compliment them back. I'm going to say this again for anyone who wasn't listening just then. If someone you fancy finds you attractive, do not argue with them. Unless you want them to say, actually, you're right. Thanks for pointing that out. I almost made a terrible mistake. Thank you, and goodbye forever. No, you keep your whore mouth shut and you wait for him to realise his mistake on his own, which, with a bit of luck, won't be until the next morning. And by then, it's too late, because he can delete your number or unfollow you on Twitter, but he can't unsuck your cock. Anyway. Grinder on holiday starts to eat up all my time. It seems to be the only thing I do. I'm just checking the app, checking the app, checking the app. Simon Amstel does this bit in one of his shows about how travelling is supposed to make you learn a lot about yourself and he learnt that he's just a horny sex monster. And to be honest, I'm right up there with him. Or I would be if it weren't for that restraining order. There's a part of me that secretly hopes it'll become a real romance. The holiday hookup, I mean, not the restraining order from Simon Amstel. That ship has sailed. But no, sadly not. In the city of love, all I got was drunk and horny. I even asked a mate of mine, who spoke French, to give me a suave opening line to say to men in bars. You know, something that would be mysterious and beguiling, and would make me sound like the international man of mystery I wanted to be, instead of the drunken English tosspot I really am. And he did. Gave me a line to say, I mean. And so there I was, in a bar, saw a cute guy, caught his eye. I wandered over and said, Bonsoir. Regardez mes tétons. And it wasn't until the third or fourth guy had looked at me funny and walked away that I found out that what I was saying was, look at my tits. So, yeah, perhaps not the most successful holiday, but it was nice to get away and drink too much and generally get plenty of sleep and drink too much. I've noticed as well that photos in hotel room mirrors always look a lot sexier than they do when you take them in your mirror at home. I don't know if it's something to do with the lighting or because someone actually comes in and cleans hotel mirrors or what, but there's some magic there that just makes for so many better selfies, especially naked ones. Although, if you're anything like me, you'll need to take your naked selfies on the first day or two of your trip before all that booze and rich food and booze starts taking its toll on your holiday body. Well, I say holiday body. That's a bit of a grand term for I had a wash and trimmed my pubes a bit. And it can be awkward when you get back because someone wants to see photos of your holiday. You're like, there's the Eiffel Tower, there's Notre Dame, 
That's my penis. That's my penis. Yeah, penis. There's that hot barman I was telling you about. I know, I know. There's both our penises. You wouldn't think it to look at him, would you? I could hardly believe it. There's the Louvre. There's me with the Mona Lisa. That's a bum. Not entirely sure whose, to be honest. There's my penis and my penis and... Tell you what, let's just close that app, shall we? This was probably true. The multi-award-winning podcast series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. This and every other episode of Probably True is available on Spotify, iTunes and your favourite podcatcher, as well as probablytruepodcast.com, where you'll find links, transcripts of every episode and all the good stuff. If you like what you've heard, please share it with your friends, leave a positive review and donate to the Probably True Patreon if you'd like some extra content. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad or by searching for Probably True Podcast on Facebook. Come at me, bro. Oh yes, put your finger there. Slap my face and piss on my tits. Make me your little piggy. Oh yeah, baby. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.